This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Did you ever have a toxic person or a narcissist blame you for almost everything? Or maybe they blamed you with stuff that they actually had zero proof. How does that even work? Well, I want to talk today about that. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel, providing awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NART Gap, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here, talking about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, my journey in narcissism, please subscribe. Hit that notification so you can get notified when we do live videos, when we have question and answer time, and when we drop new videos on a daily basis to help you in your growth and in your development. Well, when we're talking about this idea of the narcissist blaming you, the narcissist oftentimes will play a game, the blame game. And that's the aspect of bringing out insecurities that they have or shame that they want to hide and projecting things on you to avoid the reality of what they're actually going through, to avoid the reality of what's there. Now, I don't say this in regard to like, woe is the narcissist, woe about this, they're such a poor person. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that's how it's processed and that's how it's going. And as a result, you're the brunt of the abuse. And you need to understand, first off, like what the game is. Like actually to understand how the game is played and also then how to respond to the, to the game, okay? So when we're talking about the blame game, that's the piece that I want to be able to dive in today. Understanding the blame game, how to respond. Okay, diving in. Narcissism. A lot of times I want you to think of this first off in this video is the idea of viewed as a game. Okay, a lot of narcissism is viewed as a game in the aspect that I'm putting something out there and I'm expecting a response, Okay, think of it like you're, you're playing a game and you want something to happen from the other person because you want to win. And so as a result, you're putting something out there. They respond in a certain way that means, oh, I can win. I can do this in a certain way. Now, this, that, that applies on multiple games, okay? So whether that's like sports, whether it's games, board games, whatever it might be, like you want to be able to do something the other person fakes out, anything like that. You get to the place and you're like, okay, I won. Narcissist oftentimes wants to produce a reaction to be able to show that they're superior and that they're still in control over you over you being in control over you to keep the mask that they're putting out there from cracking and from them actually being able to say, hey, I'm the best person ever, regardless of what you see. So you need to understand first in the concept of like, let's look at narcissism as it being a game, playing the blame game, okay? You need to also understand sometimes of narcissism in the addiction model, okay? Now I know it's not an addiction model, but it has a lot of addictive qualities on both sides, the narcissist being addicted to the supply that they're getting from you. So in this contest, it would be the reaction. So they put something out there, you react, supply. Okay, so you need to understand that. And then you also being addicted to the narcissist of like, I don't know how to get free and I don't know how to work through this. This is where it gets really muddled. Okay, what's actually true, what's actually right, when they're putting blame on you, when they're projecting things on you, you're like, I don't know, is it me? What's going on? This is like the, the baseline forming of a trauma bond, like that Stockholm syndrome where you were stuck with your abuser and there's no clarity. 
That's what I work with with people every single day, talking to them like how to get free and how to break free from that addiction feeling that keeps pulling them back to someone that they know is toxic, but emotionally they still want to interact with or they still want to connect with. Okay, so when we're talking about the blame game, narcissists are trying to put the blame on you to avoid their own their own shit that's underneath. Okay, so the blame game. Okay, one number one of the things under this. So there's three points. Okay, number one thing is your fault versus our fault. Now I have several videos on this, so I'm not going to go super super in depth. But the idea of I have to be able to say it's your fault first because it cannot be my fault, and it has to be able to switch. So whether you take the blame and you identify that it is your fault. Or I take it back and I say, hey, it's just our fault. Typically, the concept is I give you a package that says your fault. You deny it. I pull the package back. I rewrap it and then say, hey, it's our fault. But I'm still gave, giving you the same package that I would have given you to start off with. The whole goal here is that you take the blame. That's the first step in acknowledging that you are the abuser, that you are the crazy one, and that you start to accept their blame is first just taking half accountability of like, hey, it's our fault. Because a lot of times the accountability that you're taking is reactive abuse or the accountability you're taking has been triggered by the other person and by the other person not working themselves, being honest, or actually respecting you in any game, in any sense of the game. So when we're talking through your fault versus our fault, the whole aspect is let me just give you the blame. Whether you don't take all of it, whether you just take a fraction of it, doesn't matter. It's still the same idea that I'm getting away from it and it's all going on you. The second thing is your fault versus their actions. How many of you have been in a narcissistic, a toxic relationship, and that person has got to the place where they've either been physically violent or mentally, emotionally, and like screaming, yelling, whatever it might be, and part of what gets inserted there is the concept of you made me do this. If you guys have had that in your relationship, leave a comment down below. Because other people need to see they're not the only ones that have had that happen. So many times a narcissist will work to the place of abusing you mentally, emotionally, physically, and then be able to switch it and twist it around to be able to say, I am justified in the things that I just did. Whether that is making myself out to be the victim, I was defending myself. I was protecting myself from your attack. Like whether that's that that switch or whether it's the idea that like I have to be right. So therefore I can't be wrong. So I compartmentalize and put it to the side. That never happened. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. A lot of times they'll come back to the table and they'll say, hey, you made me do it. I wouldn't have done this if you hadn't looked through my phone. I wouldn't have yelled at you if you wouldn't have held me accountable. Now they're not going to say those things exactly, but a lot of times that's the implied thing of like, they're the one that did something wrong. You held them accountable. And as a result, they raged out at you. They hit you, whatever it might be. And we see this time and time again, like you have to be able to understand, like it's your fault versus their actions. You're never going to win in this regard because they're always going to try to find a way to be able to twist something around. Well, the reason I cheated on you is because you, you know, cheated on me. What? I never cheated on you but they're always going to switch it. There's always going to be another reason, another person, another thing, another item, whatever it might be to put the blame on. 
versus the accountability on themselves. The third thing here under the blame game is the aspect of it's your fault versus the truth. You see, with a narcissist, the truth doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. Like, the truth doesn't matter to a narcissist. So you're involved in a conversation or involved in an argument where you're trying to prove that you're right. You need to understand the other person arguing on the other side doesn't care. Now, I'm not just saying they don't care about you, which is true, but they also, they're not caring about the reality that they're running from. The false reality, the fiction that they're writing and that they're rewriting history, that they're scripting out to say, nope, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing when it's a complete lie, when it's not actually who they are. And with this regard, you're going to be stuck a lot of times trying to prove yourself right or trying to prove the truth. And you're never going to get anywhere because the truth is relative for a narcissist. They don't care. They don't care if you're right. They don't care about anything. They just care that they're not wrong. Okay. So understanding I feel like I have to sneeze. So understanding like a piece of this, a giant underlying piece is the avoidance of shame. Okay. If it can't be my fault, like it has to be your fault. And you get to this delusional state that narcissist is in is like, I have to be able to justify and do whatever I have to do to make sure I don't deal with the shame and I put it on someone else. So it's not my fault. You need to understand with a narcissist, these two things. As a narcissist, so thinking from the narcissist perspective, as a narcissist, this is a narcissist speaking, okay? My reality is more sacred than your peace. The false reality that a narcissist constructs is more important than your peace of mind, than your safety, all those things. And the second thing, my needs are more important than your safety. Because it's all about the narcissist reality, the narcissist needs, what they want, how they're going to live, their ego, their entitlement, all those pieces kind of center around that and everything else doesn't matter. You have to hear that loud and clear. If that's the only thing you take away from this video, like that would be enough to start helping you move forward of like getting that clarity. All right, so how do you, finishing up here, how do you fight the blame game with the narcissist? Because you need to know that it's a game first and foremost. If you don't know it's a game, then you're already walking into the battlefield to the, to the game that they're trying to play unaware. And as a result, you're going to get decimated. Okay. So you need to understand the blame. Okay. Fighting the blame game. First thing is know the truth of what actually happened. So many times a narcissist is going to switch it around, talk really smooth, get you to the place with words out of like, I don't know what just happened. So you need to understand, like know the truth of what just happened and hold true to that. So many people will back down because, well, they said I did this or they said this happened when it wasn't true. We're talking people that have stole thousands of dollars, people that have had affairs, people that have done so many different things that people are like, I don't think that's true, but because they've doubted their reality based on the lies that the person has put on them. So know the truth of what happened and hold fast to that. Sometimes you have to journal just to keep yourself like sane going through this. Okay. When, and when you're in the moment and they're blaming something on you, you might just have to respond, you know, that's not true. And then continue moving on. The idea here is like a calm engagement and not reacting because they're looking for that reaction. Okay. Sometimes it's that it's all the way to the point of not responding at all, walking away from the conversation. If you're doing something like this, looking more like gray rocking, please, please, please be careful because this can activate a level of intense anger, rage, and frustration. And I don't want to put anybody in a, uh, a situation where your safety might be compromised. So please be careful. Understand that these are tips and tricks that might not work for everyone, or you might have to take it really slow to make sure that your safety is top priority. Okay. The biggest thing with this, with not responding is not that you're rolling over and not doing anything about it. It means that you're choosing to not give them time and attention, but instead focus on your growth. 
And the last thing you need to understand in talking through like fighting the blame game is this aspect of don't worry about focusing on being right with a crazy person. And I don't mean that in a degrading way that this person's crazy. What I mean is this person oftentimes is delusional to the fact that they're, be- they're wanting to believe, they're lying to themselves, they're putting out there a false reality. You did that when you absolutely did not do that. You're not going to win an argument with someone who is not geared and based in reality and is unwilling to identify or do so. So don't, for- don't focus on being right when you're talking with a crazy person. Okay. Last but not least, I want you to understand the blame and any guilt when you're feeling these things from a toxic person, when you're feeling that attack, when you're feeling that blame game getting put on you and you're not sure what's going on. Am I this way? Am I this way? Am I the toxic person? Like, am I the abusive one? Like they're saying I'm doing this. Please reach out for help. I want to say like almost like once a week at least, I have one person that is coming to the table being like, hey, I think I'm a narcissist. And we talk through a situation. I'm like, no, I don't think you are. Because everything that you said is how you're responding to a toxic person. If you feel like you're in that camp or you're wondering or you don't have clarity about that, please reach out for help. You can go to rawmotivations.com, click on one-on-ones, would love to interact with you, would love to help you in your healing, in your growth, in your change. Reach out for help because you need to understand you're not crazy, you're not alone, you're not hopeless.